Hello, and welcome to Sharing Real Hope. My name is Mike Hall. I have a very important question for you today, and it's this. Are you a genuine Christ follower? Have you truly repented and been converted and made that decision to follow the Lord Jesus Christ and are doing so? Well, if so, here is what is true, and this is very, very good news. The Apostle Paul, in his letter to the Romans, and what a powerful and rich letter it is, said some things about Christ's followers. In Romans chapter 3, verse 23, he says, For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Now, that's an established fact, and and uh, that's only the beginning of what I want to tell you in terms of good news, because verse 24 says, Being justified as a gift by him, His grace through the redemption which is in Christ Jesus. Verse 25, whom God displayed publicly as a propitiation or a full satisfaction in his blood through faith. This was to demonstrate his righteousness because in the forbearance of God he passed over the sins previously Committed for the demonstration, I say, of his righteousness at the present time, so that he would be just and the justifier of the one who has faith in Jesus. So, all of that is to simply say this we sinned, we were under God's condemnation, we were separated from God, but because Jesus paid the penalty of sin. He paid the penalty when he died on the cross. He was the propitiation. He was the full satisfaction of of the penalty. He paid it in full. Because of that, God justified us by faith in the work of Jesus on the cross. God justified. Justified means that God declared us perfectly righteous in Jesus Christ. He declared us righteous. We were blessed to receive, to be, uh, to be credited for the righteousness of Christ. And so, according to Romans chapter 5, then, it says this, verse 1, Therefore, having been justified by faith, having been declared righteous by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. We have peace now. And what's that, what does that mean? Peace with God means that we are no longer at odds with God. We are no longer enemies of God. We are no longer under the wrath of God, under the condemnation of God. But we, through Jesus, because we've been declared righteous, we have peace with God. Verse 2 of chapter 5 says, Through whom also we have obtained our introduction by faith into this grace in which we stand. And that means that now we have access to God, access 24-7, 365 days a year. We can come boldly into God's throne of grace. We have access to God. Verse 3 says, and not only this, but we also exult in our tribulations, knowing that tribulation brings about perseverance, and perseverance proven character, and proven character hope, and hope does not disappoint, because the love of God has been poured out within our hearts through the Holy Spirit who was given to us. All of that just simply says this, because of what God has done for us, because He justified us, we have peace, we have 
have access, but we also have the assurance of spiritual growth in trial. And Jesus said, look, if you live in this world, you will face trouble. You will face trial. You will face persecution. It is inevitable. And I'm talking to people right now on this podcast that knows what I am talking about. You've had trouble and trial in your life at different periods of your life. But the good news is, as Christ followers, God's promise is that we can grow spiritually. We can become more like Christ through those trials. And then in chapter 6 of Romans, this is still the good news. That's, this is what is true of us as genuine Christ followers. Romans 6, 6 says, says this, Knowing this, that our old self was crucified with him, with Christ, in order that our body of sin might be done away with or literally rendered ineffective so that we would no longer be slaves to sin. Here's some more good news. Because of all that God has done for us, the power of sin is broken in our lives. You know, a sinner sins. That's that's who they are. That's who we have been. A sinner sins. You cannot deal with the sin in a sinner's life. Uh, you can only give them the good news because the good news is the gospel of Christ that Jesus saves. And once uh, someone is saved, and that not only is the penalty of sin satisfied, but the power of sin is broken. Now, as believers, as genuine Christ followers, we don't have to sin. We do sin, but we don't have to sin. We are not bound. We are not chained to sin. So all of those things God has done for us in, in our lives as, as Christ followers. Now, the Apostle Paul in Romans chapter 12, and that's what we're studying now. We are in a series of 12 podcasts that covers the entire chapter, Romans chapter 12. We're looking at verse 1 today, and verse 1 says this, Therefore, I urge you, brethren, by the mercies of God, That's what I just got done talking about. The merciful action of God in our life. What He has done to make us His children. Based on the mercies of God, here's His appeal. To present your bodies a living and holy sacrifice acceptable to God, which is your spiritual service of worship. And so, here, uh, the Apostle Paul is making an appeal. He's not giving a commandment. He's not uh, demanding something. He's coming alongside to counsel us, to ask us to do something. This appeal is simply this. Present your bodies. That's, that's what he's asking. This word present here, literally, in the original language that the New Testament was written, Greek, it, it literally means to place beside. It's just simply giving over, to give as as making a present, uh, to place beside. It is uh, the, the verb tense here. It's a verb. The verb tense is in, it's in the aorist tense, and, and it just means that it is an effective, successful, single action. It is an effective, successful, single action. In other words, you just uh, make a commitment to this. You are going to present your bodies. Now, this business of presenting your body, I want to go back again to Romans chapter 6, and I want to share a couple verses with you here uh, to, to help you understand what it means to present your bodies. Uh, Romans chapter 6, verses 12, 13, and 19 say this, Therefore, do not let sin reign in your mortal body. 
What is a mortal body? It's the body that we currently have right now. It's not an immortal body. It doesn't last forever. It is this body that we currently reside in. Don't let sin reign in your mortal body so that you obey its lust. And do not go on presenting. There's the word, present, to place beside, to give over. Don't go on presenting the members of your body to sin as instruments or weapons of unrighteousness. But present, there's the word again, present yourselves to God as those alive from the dead and your members as instruments of righteousness to God. And then verse 19 says, I am speaking in human terms because of the weakness of your flesh. In other words, uh, I'm bringing it down to where you can understand. All right. We, we're all kind of weak and he's putting it in terms that we can understand. For just as you presented your members, the members of your body, as slaves to impurity and to lawlessness. That's what we did before we were saved. Can you imagine how you presented your body? Uh, what did you do with your body uh, in your sinful acts? Um, well, it just you were um, uh, slaves to that impurity and to that lawlessness, resulting, resulting in further lawlessness. So now, now, as Christ followers, present your members as slaves to righteousness, resulting in sanctification. And sanctification is simply becoming more like Jesus, to be set apart, to become holy, to continue growing in your Christian experience, in your Christian journey. And so there, again, Paul was talking about presenting our bodies. That's what the, the appeal is. What do you have? What do you have? You you have been blessed with a body. Um and and no matter what kind of shape that body is in, it is the body that God's given you. There are many members of your body, fingers, toes, eyes, ears, the brain, the heart, but all of it comprises that one body. Present the members of your body, your entire body, to the Lord. And then he goes on, I uh, urge you to present your bodies a living and holy sacrifice. Present your body a living and holy sacrifice. What is that? Well, that's versus the dead ones that were presented in the Old Testament. And, and you know, those animals died because of the people's sin. Uh, blood was shed. But listen, Christ died once for all. So there's no more dying over our sin. Christ died for our sin. He paid the penalty. Now God is saying through Paul, he's appealing to us to present our bodies a living and holy, holy sacrifice. It is. It has been made holy through what God did in us. Now live in a holy way. Make your body a living sacrifice acceptable to God, it says. Well-pleasing. Uh, this is what pleases God. Who do you want to please? Do you want to please yourself? Do you want to please somebody else? Or do you want to please God? When we present our members, our bodies, as a living sacrifice, we are presenting uh, to God something that pleases Him. And it goes on to say, which is your spiritual service of worship. And I don't like that word spiritual there. I think a better translation would be reasonable, logical, because that's exactly what the Greek says. Um, it, it is our spiritually intelligent service of worship. Uh, it's a commitment to a lifestyle is what it is. 
It, 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 this language here it being used, you know, service, sacrifice, uh, spiritual service, it's reminiscent of the priests serving in the Old Testament tabernacle. When they would serve, they were worshiping God through serving in the tabernacle, whether it was helping with the sacrifices, cleaning up after the sacrifices, whatever they did around the tabernacle they were serving, it was an act of worship. And what God is saying, whatever you do in your life, make it a lifestyle of worship as you serve God. God. This is not a second experience. You're not called to be saved and then to, uh, as, as a second experience, present yourself to God. But it, it's, it's a settled commitment as a result of God's work in you. And, and it, is a, it, it is a growing experience. And so, uh, once again, present your bodies. Lord, in my heart, I am, I am yielded to you. I am presenting what I have to you. It is a, I'm alive. I'm going to live. Uh, let Christ live his life through me. I'm going to live for Christ. It is that. That is my act of worship to you. And everything that I do, whether I'm digging a ditch or I'm singing a song in church and everything in between, it's going to be uh, ultimately an act of service to you. I want to set myself apart for you. I don't want to yield my body. Uh, I don't want to present my body to sin. I want to present my body to you. And uh, it is indeed, this is a growing experience. And, and in the next podcast, I want to talk about that in Romans chapter 12, verse 2. I can't wait to get to that one. I invite you to uh, stay tuned. Well, until next time, God bless. Thank you for listening to this edition of Sharing Real Hope. We hope that you were encouraged in your walk with Christ by what you heard. Please take a moment to email us with your questions, prayer requests, and comments. Our email address is sharingrealhope at gmail.com. Again, that's sharingrealhope at gmail.com. Or you can visit our website at sharingrealhope.org. Until next time, keep living in and sharing real hope.